Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Late Podcast, Episode 2. My name is Quentin Juno, a.k.a. Dr. Q. Welcome to just a little bit of some musings. I was thinking about it the other day, and yeah, mostly musings here. Not really, um, at least yet, not really <laughs> too much on the directional, uh, on the directional mindset, so to speak. I mean, I'm trying to get more directed. We're working at it. Uh, there's a few things I'd like to talk about today. A few ideas I have. We're going to be doing another top five today. I hope y'all are excited to take a look at the top five Nick Cages. But I'm still trying to think of uh, just a little bit more to do. You know, Not going to ponder too much on that. I'd like to talk a little bit more about what was happening this last week, right? So, had the late podcast go out, the first episode. Guys, thank you so much to everyone who listened to that. And, of course, thank you if you're listening to this one as well. Really appreciate it. Make sure if you are maybe watching on YouTube and you have Spotify, you haven't taken a look yet, you can download that Spotify, follow that Spotify. You know what I'm saying? Spotify. Hey. But either way, we got that first episode out on a few different platforms, which was actually a lot less scary than i thought it was it was i was a little bit intimidated i was like oh my god how the hell am i gonna get this on spotify i haven't been able to figure out how to get my music on spotify other than by paying somebody am i gonna have to do the same thing and i was like okay if i have to pay somebody to get this podcast out i'm gonna pay somebody to get this podcast out of course i need to get it done right ended up finding this service though that actually just released everything I have to say, though, that, man, I was really building it, it way up more than I needed to. There was no no reason, no need for it. I was just, it was all me versus myself. Like I've been saying, like everyone says, like I think I might have even mentioned in the last episode, sometimes it's just a matter of getting out of your own way, right? And I'm happy I did, happy we released that first episode. Got me thinking a little bit more and got me feeling pretty good, you know? Uh, like I was saying in that one, I was even thinking that day, I was like, ah, I want to film the next one already, right? But instead, the next day I went and actually got, we had some steaks that were ready, right? So I ended up cooking some steaks that I had been preparing all weekend, basically, right? Been sitting in the in the fridge with salt on them, just getting nice and really nice and nice, that dry brine, you know? Just get a nice, nice look to them. And they were looking all right. They were looking okay. But unfortunately, after they got cooked, your boy found out that he way fucking oversalted them. And it, it, I don't know why, man, but it fucking broke me for a second. Like, it sounds so dumb to say, but spent, you know, like $30 on all this meat. Yeah. $30 on all this meat. Spent a weekend waiting for them, flipping them in the fridge, you know, like they were on a wire rack, you know, so it could have circulation and, you know, just spent a weekend caring about them for them. And I go and cook them and, you know, I just, uh, I let myself down by not knowing what I was doing and just, yeah, I messed up a little bit. Not that big of a deal, right? But for some reason, just not having... I don't know what it was. It was like not having control of the situation, just not being in a spot where I was like, I don't know, man. Like 
one more layer of, oh, my God. Oh, my God, I can't do it, you know? It was that feeling again. Took me a little bit, but, you know, after a little bit of time, thinking a bit, spending some time on stream with y'all, which has been going great, by the way. We're just breaking, I think, 80, 84 subs or something, you know, 300 followers, which is crazy. You know, thank you guys for coming by. But it was one of those things where it took me a little while for me to finally get on the other side of that feeling. And, and eventually it came to the point where I was like, hey, Q, one, this is the first thing that I've cooked in the past like, year and a half that I've taken cooking seriously. Two years or whatever, a year and a half, I think. I don't know how long it's been. Because for a nice chunk of that, I was drunk, <laughs> like very drunk, right? But for a nice chunk of time there, I was taking cooking somewhat seriously. Actually, yeah, it's been maybe a year, year, year and a little bit. And in that time, I haven't cooked something that I haven't been able to eat, haven't enjoyed, you know? It finally, finally took way over salting meat. Now that I think about it, now that I think about how much I put on it, you know, it's just, oh, my motherfuck. What was I trying to do? Prepare this shit for a, a voyage overseas? Like, what, we got we got a long winter ahead? We got to make sure this, this meat is salted enough that it'll preserve? My God, I was putting enough on there that I'm sure... I'm sure my arteries were getting upset with me just off the jump. They're just like, I'm, I'm watching what you're doing via your eyeballs. Got blood in there, you know, blood. My blood was watching what I was doing and it was getting upset with me, understandably, you know. And hey, took a year for me to finally fuck up and make something I didn't like. Whatever, you know pretty fucking good food so far <laughs> pretty fucking happy with it uh, speaking of today my roommate and i decided to try cooking something a little different she had the idea to cook like sweet and sour chicken for those who don't know i live with a couple um along with my brother we live with a couple and i asked them earlier i was like hey do y'all have any plans y'all any plans for dinner tonight i would really like to cook something like to tag team something, tag team a meal. You know, it feels good to be in the kitchen, but it also really feels good to be in the kitchen with other people. I don't know what it is, but there's just something about the camaraderie of it, you know? I've always cooked by myself. I've always done most shit by myself or with my brother. And when I do something with my brother, when we do something together, holy fuck, we can get in some arguments. <laughs> we get in some fights. Shit, we were thinking of making a YouTube channel. We were thinking of doing some, some like commentary stuff, all that kind of thing, like video games. And all I could think about is how in every video we're going to get into some sort of fight. That's all I could think about is like, okay, so what is, what will the conflict be in this video where we're trying to, you know, get eight, get, get a, a full game uh, when we're trying to win the game for the competition and do the thing and we disagree on something because what's going to happen is we're going to bitch and fight each other <laughs> and neither of us is going to be happy at the end of it, but it'll probably be funny. So maybe we got to do that anyways. I think we have to. Can't remember exactly where I was starting with that, but I think I was, I was talking about doing things with other people. And for me, cooking with other people is a damn treat and cooking something new with other people. Whoo 
like trying something. This is the first time I'd really tried to like fry like chicken bits, like for something like a, what we made was basically sweet and sour chicken. We had fried little chicken bits and yeah, like in little strips or whatever, you know, and we made a little sauce and coated that, you know, made some rice, that whole thing. It's fucking fantastic. But it's the first time I'd made something like that. First time I'd really tried. And it worked out, came out fucking great. I knew it would because I was watching what we were doing and I was like, yeah, it doesn't look like any part of this is really going to go wrong. I mean, all the steps seem to be in order. We started out by browning all the chicken separately in a wok to make sure that, you know, it wasn't overcrowded or whatever. We made sure, you know, that all the chicken was fully cooked and nice and crispy. Got that separated out of there. Then we went ahead and we, you know, fried up some onion. A little garlic and ginger. Fucking made a sauce. I'm just happy we tried something new. And I'm happy that it worked out. I think even if it didn't, though, man, I think I'd be all right. Because last week, that shit really didn't work out. And that was almost like the ideal situation for me to get fucking pissed and, like, really get frustrated. At least lately when I've been having issues with getting with dealing with frustrations, you know? But, like, yeah, man, like, losing $30 worth of meat, like, what the fuck? That kind of sucks. But, yeah, I just got on the other side of it, got on the other side of that emotion. And in the midst of getting on the other side of that emotion, I didn't want to cook at all. So me and my brother have been eating a, a bunch of McDonald's, and it's been making me feel pretty nostalgic. I got to be real with you. It's been making me remember when, as a kid, McDonald's was a huge treat for us because we lived in this place called High Level, which is about eight hours north of fucking anywhere. And, man, it was so fucking out of the way. We had an A&W. We had a KFC. We had a Subway. And you had to drive about two hours south to get to McDonald's. McDonald's had a fucking playpen. They had the toys. It was always on TV. McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. And as a kid, as a, as a five-year-old, two and a half hours away, or two hours away, two hours south in Peace River, that's about, that's about ten decades away from you, you know? And you haven't even seen a single decade. Right? You've seen half a decade and you're like, well, that's going to take me about a hundred years to get there. Like, there's no possible way we're ever going to have McDonald's. I remember, though, oh, me and my brother taking a long, long, long car ride. Backseat, of course. I mean, psh, where else are we going to be? Children. Favorite blanket up in the front. Um, what's the word there? Like <laughs> hanging from the roof, blocking the rear view and everything. So me and my brother can chill in the back and the adults can smoke in the front seats while we're driving, wherever we're driving. I was probably reading a book or playing Game Boy. No idea. My brother is probably doing the same or fucking annoying me. We head south, 
go and do something in Red Deer, something in Peace River. But the highlight of the trip, the highlighted like the five hour round trip, the 200 year round trip in a child's mind, right? The highlight of that shit was the fucking McChicken. Just that McChicken sauce. The fact that it was in a fucking box. Like, go to A&W, you get your burger in a little paper thingamajig, right? Still tasty, but it's not fucking McDonald's. It's not the McDonald's McChicken, bro. Not that that early 2000s, that fucking late 1990s McDonald's McChicken. They probably had that chicken juiced up, juiced to the gills. Fucking an underwater chicken. That's what they had. They had that chicken doing push-ups, sit-ups, getting a few steroid shots, running back out in the field, you know, fucking up some other chickens. And that's our fucking meal, baby. And McDonald's, man, kind of gets me thinking about Nick Cage. I know that might sound silly, but what can I say about Nick Cage that I can't say about McDonald's? Reliable. See Nick Cage in a film? You know that might not be a high-quality film. Might not have any other great actors in it. Might have a really terrible plot. No story. What's a story? This is a Nicolas Cage film. We got Nicolas Cage to show off. When I watch a Nicolas Cage film, I just want to watch Nicolas Cage doing different things. That's it. I just want to watch Nicolas Cage pretending to be a detective, like in Wicker Man. Nicolas Cage trying to be fast, like in Gone in 60 Seconds. Nicolas Cage being sad, like in The Weatherman. Nicolas Cage being a criminal. Face-off, maybe. Con Air. Classic. Motherfucking scientist, Nick? I mean, National Treasury is kind of a scientist, right? He's exploring more mu- museumologist, Nick, right? That's kind of that. But I think he's kind of a scientist there. I also really like him in The Rock. He's definitely a scientist, like, 100%. Isn't he, like, the FBI's smartest fucking bioweaponologist or some shit? Has to help find the bioreactive material for the nerve gas to stop them girls. They're going to spray everybody. And, oh, my God, it's going to be terrible. Just what I know is that I'm going to enjoy any of these films because I'm going to just see Nick doing some different stuff, you know? Fucking... There's one film, though, that I kind of think fits all of those. Those are my five types of favorite Nicks. I'm still trying to figure out the order, guys. Like, I'm, I'm watching a bunch of Nick, Nick Cage films now. Just recently got done watching The Color Out of Space. And I also got done watching Grand Isle. Fucking weird. But let's go back to the one film that I think fits all five of those categories. Criminal Nick. Detective Nick. Scientist Nick. Sad Nick. 
and also Fastnick, and that's Ghost Rider, 100%. It's Fastnick and that. I mean, that's Fastnick for sure. And then we got Sadnick. It's like he, he loses people or something. He's sad in the film. I'm sure he's sad in the film. Like 100% he's sad in that film. He's kind of like a spirit, not a spiritual. He's like a paranormal detective scientist in that as well, right? Because he like he has to bring souls back to hell. And like there's, I don't know why I like lassoed a bitch, but he kind of lassoes a bitch with his thing, you know? But the idea I think is that he's a, he's a bit of scientist in that he has to, you know, he has to find his way around the spiritual supernatural defenses of his opponents to capture them. And he's also a detective. Cause like he has to figure out where the fuck the fucker is. And you know, send him back to hell a la ghost rider. And you know, it's just, I think ghost rider is a classic movie. Like fuck. It's hard to, it's hard to miss when you're, when you're watching a Nick flick. What can I say? Even those movies that I was talking about earlier, The Grand Isle, The Grand Isle, maybe it was just Grand Isle, and The Color Out of Space, they might have been really fucking weird, but they were, they were actually all right. I mean, if you just went into it and you're like, I want to watch a weird Nicolas Cage film, either of those is a great choice, man. I tell you, either of those would be a great choice for you. Spoilers ahead if you haven't watched Grand Isle or The Color Out of Space. I Spoilers ahead. Stop listening if you don't want to be spoiled. But I gotta be honest with you, the story is not the reason you want to watch these films. It doesn't matter at all. Just doesn't. I'm sorry, they're not entertaining for the story. They're just not. I mean, that's not the core reason. That's not the main reason why these two films are great. That's not the main reasons. The main reason is... Fucking Nicolas Cage is off being Nicolas Cage in it. All right. So let's talk about Grand Isle real quick. Grand Isle. Nicolas Cage and his wife are fucking weird. Right off the bat, you can tell that Nicolas Cage kills people. Just like you can tell. He's got the long, weird hair. He's fucking speaking in weird old, like, cryptices and shit. Just like, hey. Just seems like he's like, yeah, always trying to fuck with people. And he just has this bad vibe about him, you know? Just has a bad vibe. And I mean, obviously, I think it's like right in the beginning, you, you do see that he like kills someone, or maybe he like it's not shown that he kills the person, but it's definitely shown that they're taken by old Nicky boy, right? Well, we come across a a young gentleman who Nick hires to Repair his fence, which was actually broken by another victim. Herp derp. You know, that person's going to show up later. But the thing that I find most interesting is just the way that Nick interacts with this dude, right? Because once he starts doing the one-on-one -on -one thing with the dude, once it's not like the wife and him doing their like, oh, yeah, we're like... We're sweet, weird, serial killer lover things, right? Once it's that, once it's not that, once he's just trying to be like this weird, like, 
marine dude around this this young guy. It's just Nicolas Cage with uh, some hair, long hair on talking to this dude for a little while. Like, that's just what it felt like to me. There were just moments where it was just like, it's just Nick. You know, it's like he's not the character anymore. It's just like, oh, this is Nick trying to be a serial killer. All right, okay, okay, okay. One of my favorite moments that just shone through. I wonder if he wrote it himself. I don't know. I wonder who had a hand in writing this. It was fucking awesome. But Nick has the young dude who had to stay overnight for some fucking hurricane reason. You know, some bullshit manufactured to keep the dude locked in the house. Manufactured by the movie, not by, like, Nick the serial killer in the movie. It's just, like, you know, something that happens. But they're in there and they're having some dinner. I think they're chilling out afterwards, right? After dinner. Nick and the dude one-on-one. And Nick... Looks at him. And he hits him with a... I need to get into Nick Cage mode when I do this. Oh. Oh. Nicholas Cage. Oh. 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 Okay, okay. Oh. What are you doing? He hits him with the... When was the last time your wife sucked your cock? Nicholas Cage. When was the last time your wife sucked your cock? And of course the dude gets a little upset, right? This is a weird question to be asking out of the blue. And Nick and his wife, he ends up, you know, they have a conversation and they're, it's this whole thing. It's a weird sex game they're playing, right? Fucking around with this young kid. But just, there was something purely Nick about that moment where he was just, oh, oh what? When was the last time your wife sucked your cock? It was just. There's moments like that. It's the, ah, the bees. No, ah, no, the bees. I can't do his voice, man. Not when I'm screaming. Not when I'm screaming. But he's screaming there. The bees are being poured in and wicked. Ah, not the bees. Ah, ah. I cannot imagine the pain of the bees, but neither can Nick, man. And you can tell. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a pure Nick moment. The fucking... Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. There's another moment in the movie The Color Out of Space, which is actually just a fucking trippy old boy. That is a trippy old tripster, I tell you. That one had me going for a loop. We have the fucking... The dad, played by Nick. We have a witch daughter... Can't remember who it is. Good actress. Young dude, younger dude. Mom's kind of... I feel like she's been in a few other horror movies, and she's always done a pretty good job. I actually appreciate her as an actress. Actor. Actor, right? There's no such thing as actors and actresses. Everyone's an actor, right? That's the thing. I don't want to get fucked up on this, because I'm... You know, I completely get it. I completely understand. I just don't want to fuck it up. You know, but either way, it's just for me, that film, well, everyone else does their part is really just a place where Nick shines. It's just moment to moment of Nick being fucking crazy, fucking chucking tomatoes into a bin going, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, his wife is yelling at him about her problems of 
not using the satellite dish to make money for them. He's more worried about farming these alpacas. That's right. He's an alpaca farmer. While his wife's out there making the big moolah, playing financial sectors, fucking, she's doing big deals, making paper, making bank. She should be wearing grills. He can't even mess with the dish. No, instead he's just chucking tomato. Yeah, yeah. There you fucking go. I do everything right. He screams, I do everything right. How does he talk? How does he talk, man? I got to get into this. Oh, I do everything fucking right. I can't do his voice, man. It's embarrassing. I, I really should have got the Nick Cage voice down before I did this, huh? Before I decided to talk about my top five Nick Cages. Oh, I do everything fucking right. I do everything fucking right. Nope, this is embarrassing. But also, come on, Nicolas Cage. In this film, these tomatoes he's talking about grew overnight, and he's thinking that they're going to taste good. Obviously, they're not. They're fucking magical super space tomatoes, right? It's actually a pretty good film, The Color Out of Space. If you like creepy shit, if you're not afraid of really weird, like, animatronic-looking shit, not animatronic looking, but it's like a creature. That's There's creatures involved, okay? If you don't mind creatures, Color Out of Space is pretty cool. Also, if you want to see Nicolas Cage scream at his children for doing children things, Color Out of Space is pretty cool. He gets a lot of those moments, though, where it's just, you can tell it's just Nicolas Cage trying to be this guy <laughs> but hey that's what i was saying man like every time i watch a Nicolas cage film i kind of go in and i know i'm gonna have a good time just like every time i go to mcdonald's and i go through that drive-thru i know i'm gonna get a burger and some fries that'll fill me up a little bit that'll do the thing you know that'll satisfy me that it'll satisfy that point i need Hit me with that salt blast to the face. You know, it'll do some of the stuff necessary. Hit me with that big old salt blast. I know, that's what Nick is. It's just that sturdy salt blast. Nicolas Cage, you know? That sturdy salt blast. There were a few other films I wanted to watch by him. Just to get a little bit more acquainted. I feel like I haven't actually seen in a while. Um, I haven't seen Gone in 60 Seconds in a while. That one I, I I think is worth a watch for sure. Along with that, Con Air and actually Face Off. I don't think I've ever actually watched that film all the way through. I think it's on Netflix. I might even give it a shot tonight. <laughs> the movie Leaving Las Vegas I need to give a shot. I've heard good things about it. Old Nicolas Cage is a sad boy. He, I believe the idea is he's literally an alcoholic who just decides he's going to las vegas to drink himself to death which is a pretty fucking sad premise right but hey i think it's probably worth a shot i mean a lot of people have said that it's a good show good movie quality and i've heard it listed amongst his you know ranks as ones you gotta watch so i think i need to give that a look I'm still trying to figure out where all these films rank in my list, or at least where all my favorite Nicks rank, you know? I think I think this list I had written down here, I think Fast Nick being number one is probably right. Um, Scientist Nick number two, that includes The Rock and National Treasure. I'm counting them both there. 
Um, number three, we're going to go with Criminal Nick, Con Air slash Face Off. Though actually in, in Face Off, isn't he a detective? But he ends up becoming or like the, the, the criminal that he impersonates, takes over his body. So he is a criminal. Like he acts like one, you know what I'm saying? He does criminal shit. So that's why I'm saying he actually kind of gets criminal and detective Nick there, which is also my fourth detective Nick, fourth on the list. Wicker Man slash Face Off, I believe. And then, of course, we got Sad Nick down at number five. Got to be sad in the bottom. Uh, Weatherman and also Leaving Las Vegas, a film I need to watch. And also, I've heard everyone else kind of needs to watch. I don't know, man. I think it's a good idea. Give it a shot. Take a looky Lou over at Leaving Las Nicholas. Wanted to take a moment to thank our sponsor of today's episode, Pokeplay. Did you know that there's a place where you can play Minecraft with Pokemon online? I mean, I, you might have known that, especially if you stopped by the stream. You might have seen us playing on there, especially on the Hoenn server. But man, this spot, I tell you, it's kind of like... It's like every Pokemon game you ever imagined as a kid, right? Because it's 16-bit, and you mother-flipping walking around trying to find little Marsh Tomps to beat up, right? I got this guy right here. I found this dude. Found him in Pokeplay. Took him right out the game. I said, you're my friend now. We're going to roll around at the speed of sound. He might look a little upset about that, but he's okay with it. And it's all thanks to Pokeplay. Pokeplay.io. Pixelmon and Minecraft. Whether it's OP Pixelmon, Shadow Pixelmon, maybe trying out the Hoenn playthrough, which is a recreation of the fucking Hoenn map, or the Indigo Current Beta, which is a combination of Johto and Kanto regions together, you should come and check this out, man. Minecraft Pokemon in a fun, interesting way. There's some adventure, or you can play Survival Pixelmon. Come and check it out. Check it out. Links in the description. Pokeplay. Play.pokeplay.io. CIP address. I just haven't had so much fun beating up a Pikachu in a while, man. You know? It's even better than a Game Boy. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? One of my favorite Nicolas Cage facts that might be completely wrong. I should probably Google this before I say Nicolas Cage facts. Allegedly. <laughs> One of my allegedly favorite alleged Nicolas Cage facts that are alleged is that he had purchased like a dinosaur skull. I want to say like T-Rex bones or some shit. And they were out in a big old mansion in France that he had. And it turns out those dinosaur bones, those were not... Uh, those were not of a legitimate progeny, so to speak. As in, somebody had discovered those bones in someone else's belongings and decided they might take them and sell them, you know? Maybe somebody said, hey, museum! Uh, these bones here? Well, I know a dude who's been in some movies who might pay me some moolah for them. He has a castle out in France. Could we maybe, uh, could we maybe, uh, could I maybe, uh, I'm just going to steal these. And then he stole them and he sold them to Nick. I don't know if that's the exact process of, you know, transaction, so to speak. But it was one of those instances where 
it's so typically Nick, you know, it's like national treasure, you know, he, he's, he's kind of living his life, you know, it's like what he probably does is these moments are happening to him in real life where he is adventuring around the world in private jets with his buddies, trying to find secret artifacts and shit. Cause when you're, you know, a multimillionaire movie star, why not? Right? Why not? Just go and take a fucking take a boat trip out on a catamaran out to Catalan and see if there's any underwater fucking monuments. You know? Explore yourself a few monuments. Find Atlantis. You got a little bit of time. You might be working a two-thirds of the year, a third of the year, right? Rocking out a few. I'm not saying they're not they're not difficult months, but you rock out a few months of work, six months of work on a on a major motion picture, maybe even nine months of work. I don't know, a year? I don't know how much some of these go, but I'm saying you rock out that that amount of time, and you kind of just have a nice window, right? Where you can ride along, let that film do its thing. Seems like ride with your money, you know, as a, as an actor, do your thing. Unless you're Nick, who seems, I, I've heard stories. I've heard, I've, and by heard stories, I mean, read articles on Google where he has castles and shit. I mean, he's got dino bones getting seized. He's got French castles. This guy's like living a lavish life. You know, maybe he actually has to go and steal cars for some sort of uh, international criminal conglomerate a la Gone in 60 Seconds. Maybe he has to. I mean, we don't know Nick. We don't know his life. All we know is what he chooses to show us. And that is the fact that he is a ghost rider and he brings demons down and unruly souls back down to hell. That's what he does. That's his penance. The past week has been a pretty good one. It was a little tough, I got to be honest with you. There were some moments, some moments, especially trying to get this out, actually. the Not this specific episode, but the last late episode. I was so unsure on when I could release everything. I was just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Of course, now I, I don't know if this is the best time to say it, but I'm going to be releasing the audios on Tuesday and videos on Wednesday. I mean, obviously it's a, it's a bunch into the video. So, or the, the audio, the podcast. So I don't know if, um, this is the best time to say that, but that'll give me enough time where I can edit the video as much as needed, you know, and also just make sure the audio is cut out Do that Tuesday, get that out, you know, but I was really struggling, man. Like, especially in that editing process, I couldn't figure out, okay, there are certain things I need to do, certain things that I know I can do. Like there's even videos out on how to do it. For example, putting the text at the start of the video that shows like the late podcast, number blah, and the title, right? Putting all of that, as simple as it is, When I start having more things added onto my list, if I don't know where to start, if I don't choose a starting point, I can get really, I, I just get bogged down with being unable to start. I get massive um, choice anxiety, right? And this actually happened the other week, funny, funnily enough, 
calling back to the steaks that I ruined with those steaks, my roommates had went down to the farmer's market and had said, hey, while we're down there, we can pick up some meat for you if you'd like because I know you haven't been grocery shopping for a bit. Still haven't, by the way. I think we're going on Wednesday. <laughs> Fuck. But we we were texting back and forth, me and the roommate, and she had given me a bunch of options. At first, she had said something like, they have sirloins here for like $10 of whatever for like these large steaks. And I was like, oh, you should get three because I have an idea. I want to cook one for just myself. Then I want to, you know, cook something for all of us, right? And then she started sending me messages like, okay, and they also have these other things. Like, here's a picture of the sheet of everything that they have. And I don't know what it was, man, but as soon as I saw all of the options, you know, I just had to take this huge breath and I, I fucking, I like slouched in my chair, man. And I just couldn't respond. I could not respond. I couldn't figure out what the fuck to say. I couldn't even figure out to say, oh, don't worry about it. Just get those other three that you were talking about. I couldn't even do that. Because I was looking and there were options. I'm like, I could have picked this, could have picked that, could have picked this, could have picked that. There would have been that option be good for this, that option be good for that, that option be good for this. I had I wanted to do that. I did want to do that. I actually wanted to do that too. Maybe we should just get more than three steaks. Maybe we should get this, 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 and this. But really, should I be spending that much money on this? And should I be spending that much money on that? And oh, but if I start buying so much meat, then now I have to start, you know, also committing my time to making that much food, because otherwise the food will just go bad or it'll freeze in the fucking freezer and then it'll, you know, blah, 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 blah. Da, 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 da. And it took me 10 minutes to reply to her saying, hey, sorry, dude, I actually can't choose anything. Can you just do the other three, please? And like she also said, she texted me. It took so long for me to text her that she texted me back at the same time I texted her or it went through saying, I'll just get the other three. Like, holy fuck. I think it's mainly just because everything has been so overwhelming lately. But something as simple as like, Okay, I want to put text here, here, and here in the video. Or I want to make a little, little, not logo, but like a text template that I can pop up every time we, we have the video, right? If I have something as simple as that, like like five things on the list, all of a sudden it's like, ah, what the fuck? What's a list? Why would I ever do any of this? But I don't know, man. There's a moment... Where I know, that's the thing. I know that I'm thinking this way. So when I start noticing that I am, getting better at taking a second and just going. All right, Q, what's going on? What's really important here? Is it super important? Is it super necessary for me to get all of this text on this on this video, for example? Is it entirely Super important and necessary to have the late podcast, blah, 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 numbered blah on the video. I mean, it's nice and it's something you want to have, but if this is too overwhelming and you just need to get this out, dog. If that's like the important thing, just get it done next week. Don't worry about it. Don't stress out so much about it. Maybe work on it in between. So I figured out how to do a little bit more text work, a little bit more work in DaVinci and all this kind of stuff and a little bit more editing work. 
obviously if you're listening on audio these aren't really big concerns you don't have to worry about what you see on it right just hey this is a fun spot to listen to but i think i think a little bit of um a little bit of it's like once once all of these things start coming together man the overwhelmingness right it's taking a moment and pausing that's really important i think we we all might need a little bit more pausing especially when everything's moving so fast constantly you know fucking internet youtube twitter instagram internet youtube twitter instagram fucking reddit twitter instagram youtube Fucking Twitch, 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 Twitch. Take a look here. Take a look there. Take a look there. Fucking ad, ad, ad. New video, new video, new stream. Take a look. Yeah, watch me. Watch me live. Yeah, watch me now. Take a look. Everything's constant. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Highlight, tweet. Fucking top tweet. Favorite tweet. Like tweet. Fucking retweet. Fucking Instagram, Instagram. Story, story. Look at my shit. Fucking follow my MLM. Fucking check out my, my snakeskin boots. They're made vegan hand friendly. You know, no vegan hands were harmed in the making of these boots. You know, everything's just constant. Pause. Take that time, my friend. Pause. Because who? If you can't pause, you can't make yourself pause and stop and like just say, all right, this is a second where we are consuming this entire second. You're not in control, and that's not good. You need to take that pause, pal. You need to take that pause. Get in control. Take that pause. All you need is that one second. All you need is that. Okay, what's important? What matters? What can I, what can I figure out a way around? Bam. I don't know. It's never going to be that simple, of course. Never going to be that simple. Like I said, it took hours and me fucking sitting here sad and shit. But I don't know, man. Even when everything could sent on, it can be good. I, there's someone I hope, I hope is able to, to find some peace as well right now, man. And that's, uh, it's Kanye West. Kind of going through some craziness, going through some, in, going through some pain right now. You know, I don't want to say the word craziness. That's not a. That's not. I just mean it has been a a trip to watch on Twitter publicly as someone who does not know this person at all, has not. Like I, I fucking appreciate his music. Cool art, fucking great influence but it's the crazy thing to me is just how how public his situation is you know it's so it's so scary just how how open he has to be or not has to be but how open this situation is for him i don't understand i don't i don't understand what it could be like for him just hope he has to I hope he has to. I hope he can find some some peace in in his in his pain, man. This is some the the scary thing about it to me is that we were talking very seriously 
a lot of people were talking very seriously about him running as a serious political candidate. And, and I think that kind of goes to show just the level of misinformation that is so common, you know, um, might sound a little silly, might sound a little silly to say that, but he's been very public about his, um, bipolar and his, just his mental struggles for a long time now. So when you see someone like that starting to speak in a way that isn't regular, I don't know, maybe maybe that's the thing. Maybe the idea of Kanye running for president is enough of a, is not so out of character for him, right? But I think it's just seeing the way that he was acting afterwards where you have to be like, oh, wow. This is a person who's really hurting and going through some troubling times right now, right? <sighs> Mental health. We got to worry about it, my friends. We got to worry about it. We got to take a look. I don't know why I always have to end these sad or I always have to think about some sad things. I'm trying not to. I don't think I'm aiming to, but... I don't know. I just want everyone to everyone. If you're listening to this, maybe we need to take a second sometimes to realize that it's not all rainbows and sunshine and fucking happy days and that there is some sadness just to living. And if you try to run away from that, it's going to be a bad time. Addressing some of it and saying, hey, this sad thing happened or this sad thing is a situation we're all watching. I don't think that's uh, I think that's a healthy thing to do, man. I think it's healthy to get that out the way. So I think I'm going to keep on doing that. And that's the thing. That's the kind of funny thing, though, right? This is an improvement. This is an improvement every day, every week. I mean, life is something you're improving at, but I'm specifically talking about this late podcast here. It's something I'm trying to improve at week by week. And right now, obviously, there's a lot of, like, base level things that need to be improved upon. But I'm not. I don't know where I was trying to go with this. There's a lot of base level things that need to be improved upon. And I have ideas about how to do that. I have ideas for what I'm doing. Um, but the only way you can really truly be successful as an online content creator is by catering to the will of the masses, the anonymous masses, of course. So if you have any suggestions, please feel free to leave that somewhere. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, write a letter, an angry letter to me, light it on fire in the backyard. You know, maybe along with a Husky Mudkip's plushie, something like that. <laughs> Just ideas. But I am very interested in improving this. I have a thing of primer. I have a roller and a paintbrush. And I think tomorrow, the wall behind me, the wall in our area here, getting cleaned and is getting primed so that I can get this place looking a little nicer. I mean, obviously here on the podcast, the, the video isn't the most important thing. The look isn't the most important thing. It's more about creating a strong, just a strong audio, strong experience like this, right? A fun time. But the, um, what was I saying there? Oh, but but things like improving the the area, the visual, all of that. There's something about it that just lifts up the spirit, bro. You know, it's like a 
fucking hug right there, man. Just having a nice area around you, having a clean bedroom, having a freshly made bed. Like somebody coming up and giving you a hug that you know, like a consensual hug, not an unconsensual fucking creep fest. Not that dude at the party who's like, oh, where's my hug? <sighs> man, I've been that dude before. I had no idea I was that dude. I had no idea. But it was one of those things where I was with a group of friends and one of them was, they were never, they were never uninclusive. That's the thing. One of them had to finally come up to me and be, be like, hey man, you shouldn't ask for a hug. You don't need to be asking for hugs. It's just, it's not something you need to be doing. It's like, oh, but I've seen that in like TV shows and movies and stuff. That happen- and they're like, yeah, but like, you know, we're all friends and stuff. And like, if that's going to happen, it's going to be like an arms out thing. It's just going to happen, man. It's not going to be a big deal unless it's like, and this wasn't the person talking to me, but I got to be real with you. Asking for hugs is fucking, you should do that. Asking for hugs is great. Sometimes you just need a hug, right? Let me go back to the story though. I just remember <sighs> hanging out with this group of people fucking oh you know end of the night we're all done hanging out stand up to say bye to everybody that type of thing and one girl goes around that person a hug that person a hug that person a hug i'm like and she just looks past i've raised my arms and she just looks past me and i'm like hey yep I was uh I was being I was being creepy before. I'm happy someone told me. I had no idea. You can't just especially when you're dealing with nice people, man. You can't take advantage of the niceness, right? Cuz nobody wants to tell you that you're being weird. They just might not invite you around again, right? It's a part of growing up though, man, like That was only three months ago, though. <laughs> no, I think I was like 11 or some shit. Young. Young. Young enough that I barely remember it. I just remember feeling fucking embarrassed. Hey, that's life. A series of of days and then nights spent lying in bed thinking about the embarrassing things that happened during those days. Oh, God. I'm just making myself frightened of my own past now. Just, uh, uh, I acted uh, shitty. Uh, uh. Can't be afraid to act. Let me see. Not can't be afraid to act shitty. Can't be afraid of your past. Can't be afraid of your past. You can be afraid of who you were. You can be afraid of be afraid of a few different things man but can't be afraid of your past you have to you have to be able to address it as a a static thing does that make sense it's a moment it's a time it's the past if you treat it a little bit more like reading a book 
instead of a imprint of who you are as though as though the past actions you've made are you are your act are are your is your present right as though your past actions dictate what you're going to do in the future you know if you keep treating it that way you're going to run into trouble man you have to be able to look at it like a book say these things happened why did they happen okay good bad how should i look at it you know do i need to change cool hate the idea of hey man never change bro no one you never change for anybody never change ever man why would i change bro i'm perfect fucking fucking god made me this way bro why would i ever change like no 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 you are the potential you are not you are not the immediate my friends you are the choices you make not your immediate reaction to things i don't know too much i just know that i'm not who i was yesterday unless i choose to be right i hope everybody has been having a good week when looking at it from the from uh, from the end of it from this this day i have to say i had a pretty damn good week appreciate you guys um if you didn't know i stream over on twitch.tv slash dr q d-o-q-t-o-r-q-u-e-u-e come check it out stop by stream pretty much every night except for the day that i film this and that's the monday come and stop by follow hit that notification button i'll be live as soon as i can man right now it's just all about uh internet I, that's another reason i was really frustrated man i gotta i'm ending off this podcast but i wanted to say <sighs> no you know what i don't need to talk about it i was just gonna say I haven't been able to stream before like midnight for this past like two weeks, except for just random times where I can stream during the day. And normally I got to be real with you. That would probably be enough to get me to stop streaming, but I'm just pushing through it, taking that breath, taking that moment, figuring out what's really important, worrying about that. Appreciate all y'all. Um, make sure to like, follow, subscribe. <laughs> There's all sorts of things you can do depending on where you are, man. Um, but whatever, whatever you're doing while you're doing all those things, just make sure you're having a good day. Thank you for stopping by. I don't know what else to say. Appreciate you. I look, have a good one, y'all. It's been a spicy, spicy meatball today. A spicy meatball. Just a quick, quick reminder before the video ends, if you have any questions, anything you'd like me to talk about, any ideas, just any anything you'd like to talk about, hit me up over at thelatepodcast at gmail.com, T-H-E-L-A-Y-T podcast at gmail.com, thelatepodcast at gmail.com. Hit me up with an email. Let me know what's up. I'm going to come up with some more ideas. 
Hope you guys are having a nice day. Thanks for stopping by. Next episode soon. Next week, actually. Audio out Tuesday, video out Wednesday. Love you guys. Bye.